that's that, that's that's um that, that's how kids do things so um you know you you know you know what the best thing to do is you know leave the kids to decorate the tree and then leave the tree and it'll be it'll be terrible okay it'll look yeah. absolutely terrible yeah and then people will visit and they'll be like oh my god but that's kids right whatever makes you happy you know if it's yeah. <laughs> oh my god we've all been there right we, we've all been there we've all had that experience right we've all had yeah. that experience where you're, you're trying to look for the perfect christmas tree and the perfect real christmas tree doesn't exist you know there, there's always something that's that that's wrong yeah, with it my uh older daughter always says to me when we talk she said is she, she, whenever i try to have a conversation with her she says is this going to be one of your 10 minute conversations dad i'm like okay i'll put it i'm like i'll put it all in one sentence and i'll go away and she's like yeah do that i'm like okay so, so yeah kids have got their own things that that they remember and that uh, mm -hmm they like and, and that they appreciate i asked my kids if they wanted to, so I, I set up the tree and i asked my kids if they wanted to decorate the tree and they said no <laughs> so i was i was like yeah whatever fuck it it doesn't matter i'm like what are we going to do with the decoration they're like we can throw them around like, okay so we mm. just threw all the decorations around the room um and that was that was, that was decorating for christmas mm. um so uh it's more of an adult thing than a, than a kids thing i suppose and um trying to get everything to look perfect is sort of yeah. pointless um just if you can get something that's that's averagely nice and try, just trying to get all the lights to be in the perfect position and, and uh, it, it, uh, uh, uh. the reason why the children didn't want to decorate the christmas tree was they said that it's not christmas without dad so uh, <laughs> it's that metallica song isn't it sad but true yes, like, yes, yeah. yes yeah yes, yeah so um yeah it, it it really is it really is the the, the sad truth of the situation like my mm -hmm. and my son said it's not christmas without you and i'm like i'm like i'm like it's not i'm like on my side it's not christmas without you so i mean yeah. it, it's the same on it's it's the same on both sides and I asked, I asked my daughters what they wanted for Christmas and they said, we want time with you. Mm. I'm like, well, right. what about presents or gifts? Do you want any, do you want me to get you anything? And they're like, no, we just want time with you. Mm. So, uh, my relationship with my son has been much stronger over the last year, mm. which is, uh, it's a good thing. And, general it, 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 it's a good thing for our relationship it, it's it, there's a lot of other bad things happening but um, um that that's positive um you know my the, all of the all of the children are in therapy right now to uh try to cope psychologically with uh yeah. with all of the problems which is uh which is might which might or might not be a good thing, but um, for me the biggest problem is 
something I don't like, which is professionals. There's a lot of professionals involved in helping mm. and they're making a lot of money mm. from this situation. And I don't like that. I don't like children should be with adults who are not paid to be with them. If you understand that, if you understand what I'm saying there. Yeah. All of the people that they spend time with almost, mm. almost all of the people they spend time with are paid to spend time with them. Mm. And that that's not a real relationship. Right. Um, Cause you know, you're, you know, you don't pay your friends to spend time with you, right? I mean, that, that, that's, that's a ridiculous situation. So, uh, yeah, that. And um, at the moment, we've lost one year of time together, which is, which is a lot to lose. Um, you know, you, you, you console yourself with certain things like um, the children know the truth, right? The children saw everything that happened. Yeah. First, first of all, we have to find what works for us. We have mm. to find a philosophy that um, fits into the world that we live in. And um, there, there are many different ways to, to, to navigate this problem. Um, for me, one of the ways that helps is thinking about the truth as something that you don't tell to everybody because mm. the truth is something that um, the truth is something that you earn. It's a currency really. Mm. Yeah. So the more friendship you develop with a person, the more truth you share with them. Mm. It's about trust. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That, that, that's the core of it. Yeah. So the, so you have to learn to trust somebody. And it, you know, the, the old business phrase, no like trust. Yeah. Yeah. First you, you get to first, first you get to know somebody, then you decide if you like them and then you develop trust with them. And it is the brand brand is the same. If you've got a company, right. Um, people get to know the brand, they decide if they like it and then they, they, they trust or they invest in the brand. And it's very similar in human relationships. And so, that element of and, and trust once once trust is broken you know that that's really hard to put back together mm. it's almost impossible yeah and how do you how do you teach people or help people navigate through that it, it, it's complicated because children are going to have to make very difficult decisions about their parents and they're going to hear stories. Some of them will be true and some of them will not be true. Mm. Um, that is the nature of people. And they're going to have to make a decision. They're going to have to decide what they want to believe. And that belief is going to shape their actions and what they mm. do uh, in the future, as your everybody's predominant belief shapes their life. That that's the way we live. We have a belief, and that leads us in a certain direction. Uh, belief is different from faith. 
faith is beyond is it beyond belief it's it's belief is based on actions that can be proven to you mm-hmm. and your own experience faith belief is based on the past faith mm-hmm. is based on the future that's the difference mm-hmm. uh, you believe based on your experience but faith is something completely different mm-hmm. faith is in future events that are not under your control mm-hmm. and um, and so it's the, the important thing is getting children to develop positive beliefs about themselves and the world around around them and still having faith that the future is going to be okay because if the past is broken mm. it, it's really difficult to to navigate forward in that situation and um part of that is recognizing things that are not true recognizing a lie and being able to verify your own experience which which is really hard for a child because the, the children don't lie as you pointed out very clearly children tell it as it is mm. but adults are not that smart <laughs> yeah adult adults um very often don't tell it as it is adults and you know there's there's a practical side to thinking but there's also overthinking when you think too much about something or they're trying to get what they want uh, okay. out, out, out of the situation it's a, some kind of manipulation and that's to me where I, I solve that problem by bringing god into things by saying the actions are mine but the results are are, are god's so that I don't have to think about what the result is going to be too much. Mm. Um, and I had, to, I had this debate with my lawyer before, before I fired him, <laughs> um, where my lawyer was saying, we have to think about what the other side are going to argue. We have to think about what the other side are going to say. And I said, I understand that. But in my opinion, better is to tell the truth and just let it be. Just tell the truth and just let it be. Mm. And the other side will argue as they want to argue. And if we spend a lot of time thinking about what they're going to say, we're not going to be focused on a core message that we want to give. Yeah, but Which, I would say it's in this case it's about tactic. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't want to be or I didn't want to be over tactical. I mean telling the truth is a tactic. Okay, I'm not I'm not gonna say that it's not, right? Because telling the truth is a tactic. But um you can get you can get lost in all the tactics. Look look at all the businesses that fail every year, look at all the products that fail every year. And um they, they fail for lots of different reasons, but um, in order to launch a product, you need uh, some strategy or some tactic mm. or some, some method or some understanding or something there. And um, <laughs> there, there's, 
that there's always going to be some outcome. But um, I've always believed in the organic process of things, which is kind of weird because you have to do something in order to create something. <laughs> and um, like for example, with a lot of things that I've done online, I see a lot of people promoting their work and promoting and promoting and promoting and promoting and promoting. And, promoting and okay, a promotion matters if it's important to you. Like people said to me, oh, you know, your, your YouTube channel should be bigger. I'm like, ah, whatever. I'm like, you know, it is what it is. People will find it if they want to find mm. it. it. It's there. Um, I think that when you when you begin to search for when you begin to search for people to be dependent upon you, you become dependent on them as well. And it's it, it, what what comes easily goes easily. <laughs> you know, it's better to build up positive long-term relationships with people than look for a quick fix to problems most of the time. Mm. Um, life should be a long game. You know, you play play the long game, not the short game. That's always been, I say always been, that's been my philosophy for the last five to 10 years is think of, think of it as a long game. And do what do what you need to do today for the long game and the short term is is is, is whatever it is right think about it like uh, like fitness yeah is your target and goal which where you want to be at the end of the month or the end of the year or the end of five years or you know think about the long game think about five to ten years and think about what you can do today that'll help you then and and slowly progress and work on it like that and um not quite sure where, where that fits into the trust and belief and faith but um it, it's been a problem for me to try to teach my children to understand that they need to be they need to, you need to be able to recognize a lie you need to know when someone is lying to you because if you don't, your whole future is fucked. Okay, mm. if you if you can't tell when someone is not telling the truth, then you're going to make a hell of a lot of mistakes, and your life is going to be very complicated and maybe even painful and tragic mm. if you don't recognize uh, when when something is not right. And and I think if you're going to learn one skill in life. That's the skill you need. And that's what I told my son. I said, I said, you're going to learn a lot of skills in school, but you're not going to learn the most important skill. And that is to know what the truth is. <laughs> and um, that is, a, you know, then, then the person asks, what is, what, what is the truth? Oh my God, that, that's in the, that's, I was just reading it. I just, just had a revelation in my head. Um, because I, I was reading through the uh, the trial of Christ in the Bible, mm. yeah, and um, God, it's Christmas, you know, so got to put Jesus into things if you're Christian. And um, there's that quote, and because 
Jesus is on trial and Pontius Pilate is asking him, you know, who are you? And Jesus is saying, like, I, I am that that I am. And um, that those who know the truth will know who I am. And Pilate says, what is truth? You know, it, and everything comes back to those key moments in the Bible. You know, what, what is truth? It's still a question today. You know, that's Pilate's quoted question to Jesus. Final question to Jesus is what is truth? Mm. And, um, you know, children still have the same problem growing up. It's partly your experience, but it's also that which doesn't change. That which remains that that which remains when all else changes is that which is true and uh, it's it's never taught in schools and mm. uh, it's going to be a very important lesson for the for the children to learn as are things around christmas and the madness of society because uh you know, why do we have Christmas? And it's a conversation that we need to have with our kids. Um, and uh, <laughs> I had an argument with my mother about that this week. So arguing with my mother. I had an argument with my mother about that this week. Because um, she said, you know, what comes first at Christmas? I asked her, I asked her, what comes first at Christmas? She said, kids, kids come first at Christmas. I said, no. I said, Christ comes first at Christmas. She said, but Christmas is for the kids. I said, no, I said, Christmas, is, Christmas is for Christ. So Christ comes first. Because without Christ, there would be no Christmas. Mm. So Christ has to come first. Now, everybody's got their own religious perspective or non-religious perspective. Everybody's got their own way of understanding things and dealing with things. Uh, this, this is my way. I try to see that there's a logical order of things that, you know, Look at look at what comes first, and everything that comes after that comes from that which comes first. Um, in in my mind, and um, that which comes first is is Christ. And if you don't recognize that Christ is the central core element of Christmas, mm -hmm. then you miss the point of the whole of the whole process of Christmas, which is not giving to each other which is a nice thing and do it because it's nice but um the question is what are people going to give to christ because it's christ's birthday not anyone else's birthday and mm. um and if you don't do that it, it's, it's a question mark but my my personal philosophy is if you don't give to christ at christmas then you miss the point <laughs> you, 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 miss, you miss the point oh, the whole point of it and give to yourself and give to your kids and give presents to each other and have fun and do all the good stuff and that's, that's, that's really cool do all that stuff and have fun but also don't forget that it's somebody else's birthday <laughs> it, it, it's powerful it's powerful and I, I don't think I really don't think much has changed in the last 2000 years. And I don't mean, <laughs> okay, we've got planes and we've got houses and we've got <laughs> all the modern comforts and technology, which is just magic in the modern form. Um, but uh, I, don't, I don't think that 
much has changed for people. I think we, we still have the same struggles and the same problems. And, um, and I always think about the fact that, <laughs> that, the, that the story of the birth of Christ is, comes, from, comes from tax because the Romans are taxing everybody mm. and they have to pay these taxes. And so they have to travel for tax and census and, and data. So Mary and Joseph have to travel back to where, where Joseph is from, I think. I think that's mm. where they're going. And, um, and the taxation is still a big problem today. <laughs> you know, that mm. the, the power that that has over people and the influence over economics and business, um, it's still a giant problem. And um, I was talking with my kids yesterday because I only I only have a short time. You know, when you've only got a really short time with people, it's like you've got to you've got to pick one thing, pick one point. It, it's, like, it's like that business meeting. It's like you can't you can't tell everybody everything about the product. You've got to you know pick those key points, that key element, and just stick with that. Here's the key element. Here's the point. That's it. Right. There's other stuff, but the other stuff's not really very important. Yeah. Mm. If you want to know, you know, I can tell you, but you know, it, it kind of doesn't change anything. Yeah. Mm. And you know, put it into context with how serious the time was and how serious the situation was. Yeah. That um, there was a king when Jesus was born. The king's name was Herod, and when Herod learned that a new king was born. I was just telling the story to my kids. Like, I'm like, like, so, so what did he do? And my kids are like, oh, don't know. And they're like, well, he ordered that all of the children be killed. Every child two years old and under was killed. And he sent out his, he sent out his army, his soldiers. And these were, these, these were working men, you know? These were mm. average people who were trying to make money to support their families, yeah? Mm. And their job was to go and kill all of the children, two years old and under. They were all killed. They were all murdered. And because of this, Jesus had to escape, and his parents took him to... Uh, to Egypt, where he was mm. educated for the first 12 to 15 years of his life. We don't know a lot of what happened. We don't have all the information. But this reaction by Herod is something that, it's a personal thing for me, but I don't think that we've progressed. I think there are still people today who would do the same thing that Herod did. I don't think we're any further forward in our heads than we were 2,000 years ago. I think we're still there. And people, I don't think it's, I don't think it's hammered home enough how, how evil and catastrophic that act was that 
Jesus was born, and this was an amazing event, but almost immediately, and they're, they're like, they're not sure between the ages of two and five or whatever, probably around the age of two, maybe slightly before that, he was moved to Egypt. And all the children were killed. And think, you know, think about the, the terror and the horrible feeling that the families had and the parents had and everybody who was living there who lost all their children. It's a frightening and horrific thing to have happened. And that's, you know, that's, that's the next event in the Bible, right? Mm. Jesus is born. Let's celebrate. And then they kill all the children. It's really brutal. Mm. It's, 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 it, you know, you, if, if you made a film today about killing all the children, people would be like, oh my God, it's the most horrible thing ever. But, it's documented. It happened, and it is also the madness of, of of government, right? It's just another example of the madness of government and the madness of power. That uh, that this could actually happen, and that people would actually do it. People, that soldiers actually went out and followed the orders, even though the mm -hmm. soldiers came from, I'm sure, families themselves, right? Um, and it, it shows the dangers of following orders, right? It's very dangerous to always say yes. But that's why most people are employed. Most people are employed because they will follow. Some people are employed because they have skills. But a lot of people in a lot of positions are employed because they will do exactly what they are told. Um, and that's not always the right thing. As, as we know, <laughs> history, history teaches us those who follow without thinking um, have, <laughs> well, society has, has problems if that happens. So, um, but so I would, <laughs> so that, that, that was, that was the lesson for my kids, which is a pretty brutal lesson, but mm. fuck life is real. I'm sorry. You know, the people are, people are killed in car accidents every day. Right, life is real. I'm sorry. Death is a part of life, and we die in different ways. And we have to protect ourselves, and we have to be careful. And some adults are bad, and Herod was a bad man, probably from a very bad family. And these people still exist today. We have bad people in bad families today, mm. and we have to be careful because not everybody is doing things that are going to benefit you <laughs> yeah um, why why is there an ice cream van in a lot of horror films I've talked about this with my son but not my daughters because I think they're too young for this point but why is there an ice cream van in a lot of horror films it's iconic because what do children love, right? Children love ice cream. Right. And the, the, the ice cream van is children will always follow an ice cream van, mm. a van that sells ice cream. Children will always follow it wherever it goes. And, you know, that's, that's symbolic of the dangers of things. Um, 
if you look at mythological history, here's just a little cross-relevant point. If you look at mythological history, there's a character called Pan. He had a pipe called, a, the Irish called the Pan Pipe. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know what I'm talking about? The instrument that you blow into and it's got these, uh, and it, it, <laughs> you see these gypsies in the street sometimes with their guitars and their, their, their pipes and they're excellent. They're, they're excellent musicians. I mean, the music is quite terrible in my opinion, but as musicians, they're fantastic. Mm. Um, I don't really like pan pipes, but um, anyway, so, you know, pan was this mythological character um, who took people away, especially children from their families. And from a mythological, from from an imprinted psychological, historical, mythological human experience, biblical as well, nothing has changed. Mm. For in a pandemic, which is pan and demon, a lot of people will be taken away from people that they love mm. and a pan as a uh, as a god character was very jealous and very envious and caused a lot of destruction and a lot of harm and he, a lot of people died as a result of his actions and pandemic if you look at the origin of the word it means the people taken away by evil mm. and uh People, I think people use the word, but they don't think about what it actually means. As with, with many things, you know, people use the word, but they don't. Act, people use words, but they don't actually think about what the words mean. And what words mean is quite important. Simply, you see it on a daily basis where if people use positive. We talked about it before. If people use positive words. It's it's a lot different from if people use negative negative words. Mm -hmm. More, more easily seen in marketing with products, you know, you use the positive words and the positive terminology and um, the language game, isn't it? It's a language game. The, the result is the same. The prices go up, but we use different words to try to make everything a little softer for people so that, mm. uh, so that they're more comfortable with, with everything that's going on. So um, anyway, the, the, the mythological stories um, are still true today and very important and a lot of people still don't quite understand the, the bigger picture of things. Um, hmm.